You're listening to Easily Influence, a weekly show where we unpack the latest in influencer news and digital culture. This show is brought to you by Cork, the UK's leading influencer intelligence and digital trend forecasting agency. I'm Chloe, Cork's fashion and beauty editor, obsessed with the deepest, darkest corners of fandom. I'm Jennifer, Cork's culture editor and YouTube enthusiast. And I'm Lucinda, Cork's food and travel editor and unofficial drag expert. On today's show, we'll be discussing TikTok making moves to become the LinkedIn for Gen Z, the TikTok star whose new single debuted as the most watched YouTube music video in its first 24 hours, and the influencer calling out brands for breaking ASA rules. But first, our weekly recommendations. So my weekly recommendation, I don't even know if I can make this as a recommendation, but it's an app. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But it's because I found this app by Instagram. So I was influenced to use this app and it's like changed my life. So it's an app called Picky and it's basically a skincare app and like a skincare Instagram, basically. So like people share their routines and you can like put in, you go through this like really, really detailed questionnaire at the beginning and it tells you your skin type and then it recommends products for you. And then you can like choose products you've used before and the products which didn't really work for you. And it gives you like these special recommendations. And if you want to try something new, it'll go through all of your like requirements for ingredients and stuff. And it's been so much fun. I like, love that. I love going through all my skincare and like sorting out which stuff I'm going to keep and which stuff is like awful. And it's been so great. And no, I, I recommend it. You can like micromanage your skincare routine from the app. It's genius. If anyone wants to be my friend on there, please add me. <laughs> <laughs> I will probably download it as soon as we finish recording this, to be honest, because you use it. Same. It's so good. I need some new products because I, I don't want to get too used to like using the same thing over and over again. Because I feel like it's good to kind of shock your skin with like a new product. Yeah, yeah they say that about your hair as well. My hairdresser is yeah. always like, get a new products, don't stick to the same thing because your hair gets complacent yeah exactly so I wonder if your skin is the same I feel like it would do I feel like makeup to an extent as well I feel like my lashes get used to mascaras and then like I'll try another one and then my eyelashes are completely different mm. you keep them on their toes like yeah. you know like a difficult boyfriend you just need to <laughs> shock them every now and then just to make sure that they're still devoted to you <laughs> um so what about you Jen um, so I've been watching this American YouTuber. I think he's a chef, but his name is Joshua Wiseman. And he does like these videos where he um, basically recreates like a menu item on like a fast food place. So his most recent video was him recreating like Panda Express's like chicken chow mein, or is it just their oh. chow mein? And oh I personally don't like Panda Express's chow mein because I think it's quite dry. But the one that he made looked amazing like it looked so good um and he like made this and he makes like recipes as well where it's like a cheaper alternative and he did it with like butter chicken and I actually recreated it and it was so good and I felt like a chef as well because it was like I've never cooked like that before how long did it the butter chicken recipe how long did that take because traditionally butter chicken takes so long yeah so in my mind I was like this looks like it took it really really quick so I was really excited to do Mm. it and then when I actually did it, because you have to like fry the, or like kind of fry the chicken before um, mm. in the yogurt, it took me like over an hour. But people in the comments were like, yeah, the, like I'm Indian and this is like the easiest sort of alternative recipe I've ever seen on YouTube. So I was like, okay, cool. And it tasted like it. 
Oh, I love like authentic butter chicken. It's the like nothing compares, but it takes effing forever to make. It took so <laughs> long. And I'm always like, I'll make it once a year for my family, and that is it. I'm never making it any other time. But if there is a way that I can do it and it's less than like three hours. It definitely didn't I'm take in. me three hours. I think it took me like like an hour and a half. Okay. So that's okay, I think that's all right for a curry. It's still a bit longer than usual yeah. but i'm not no i i think i i have seen because i just looked him up and i recognize his face i have seen his videos especially on tiktok but yeah. uh oh exciting yeah what about you lucinda so i have been watching this uh podcast called dolly parton's america <gasps> she came out favorite in <laughs> podcast of all time oh my gosh i recommend this to everybody i ever meet <laughs> I just want to say as well, before Lucinda even finished her sentence, like the reaction and the response on Chloe's face was priceless. <laughs> it's because I like literally I've been talking about this in the last week alone. I have told my housemate to watch it. I've told Arabella to watch it. I love that podcast and watch it. Listen to it. Sorry, carry on, Lucinda. I interrupted you. With no, it's fine. This is great because it means that the recommendation is a true recommendation. Anyone who's listening, you need to watch this podcast. It's so good. It's basically like hosted by this guy, Jad Abenrad. Abenrad? I hope I'm saying his name right. And his dad, when Dolly Parton was in a car crash, like relatively minor, in 2013, I think it was, his dad was like her doctor and they became really good friends. So then he was like, dad, please, can you can you introduce me and they became like and then she basically she kind of did this podcast series with him, although there's lots of other people involved. Um, and it's so it's so interesting. I'm still working my way through it, but like, just like knowing like and finding out all of her history, like she's so, she's such an interesting character, like she in is. herself. She's so like, she's writing all these songs that like no one wanted to put on air, but they're also so deep and emotional and like just her lyrics are something else. And I just love listening to her voice as well. There's those dulcet tones of like, a star a southern star how long is like each episode on average it's like an hour hmm it's not yeah. a very long series though there no, aren't I that think, many episodes i think there's like okay. nine nine episodes it's nine hours oh okay all right that's yeah. not bad then it's like one of the best made podcasts i've ever listened to and it was one of the first podcasts i ever listened to and it set the bar so high because i feel like i've been chasing that high ever since and i haven't found it <laughs> it's really really good I'm really picky when it comes to podcasts like I lose interest Same. really easily like if it's not good in the first 10-15 minutes I will turn off and that's it I won't go back to it um but this is this is not that um and also generally like I'm always a bit funny about I mean everyone knows how I feel about people making content about one thing and then spreading it out don't like it I mm. want things to be concise but this works um and yeah again I think it's just it's just so well made and now oh, just newfound respect newfound everything watch it it's fun it's interesting it's fun it's funny it's it's emotional it is yeah I probably will check it out I like watching like kind of like documentaries and sort of stuff around that on like artists because I think it's really important to sort of learn about the history and the context of the mm. artists especially like the legendary ones like the time that they put the music out and stuff like that I think it's really really important into understanding like today's music as well 
So yeah, and uh, who's who's more legendary than Dolly Parton, apart from maybe like Beyonce? Like everyone just loves her. She connects different worlds. Like she brings them together. Like you just how can you hate her? You can't. But like they say that on the podcast, don't they? I can't remember what the name of that scale is, but there's some kind of scale which is measured by how many positive um, like feelings people have towards a person, how many negative they want. And Dolly Parton is like right at the top of the list of like all like notable people. She's above like really, really famous, like, I was about to say Gandhi, but most people don't like Gandhi anyway, but she's above like loads <laughs> of people. <laughs> but, you know, she is right up there because people just don't have negative feelings towards her. No, why would you? Yeah. Which makes this a great podcast for anyone because I know, I know we all love her. So watch it. Listen to it even. Recommendation of the week. <laughs> <laughs> So moving on to the new segment of our episode, Bella Porch's new single Build a Bitch track debuted as the most watched YouTube music video in its first 24 hours, trending number one with over 10 million views. I have watched the music video. It's very interesting. I think it's it. I mean, Jen, you wrote a really good comment piece today about this. Because it was also, it was really interesting. I really liked it. Oh, thanks. I, this is basically, I read your comment piece and I was like, okay, I'm good to go for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is great. This just breaks everything down for me. But fellow TikTok star Dixie Demelio, Yeah, Demelio, Demelio. She also released a music video pretty much mm-hmm. at the same time, mm-hmm. which has not been as well received mm-hmm. as Bella's. And that's really interesting for many reasons. But actually comparing the two, I thought, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert on music or whatever. But as a consumer, because I am consumer, I'm going to watch both of the music videos pretty much one after the other and then compare them. Yeah. And even as someone who doesn't understand music, isn't particularly into this part of TikTok either, I 100% prefer Bella's. Oh, definitely. It's I think, yeah. so much better. Dixie's is awful. It's absolutely awful. It kind of gave me like Rebecca Black vibes were like R-rated just because like it felt very budget and it felt very like lacked any sort of creative depth. And it was like, oh, okay, let me put my sister and my friends in my video with me. Like this will be fun. Kind of like Rebecca Black did with her high school friends or middle school friends. Um, and then I just feel like the song is just so aggressive. Like especially yeah. for like her audience. I just don't see it working on TikTok. Yeah, I don't see how there's many 12-year-olds who are going to relate to a song called Fuckboy. Yeah. Um, But you you never know. I mean, when I was 12, I was listening to all sorts of songs about, like, affairs and death, and I had no experience with any of them. So, but still, it's a bit But it it was more subtle. Like, Mariah Carey's song, Honey, is so subtle, but it's, like, one of the most sexual songs out there. But you wouldn't know because she uses like a metaphor whereas like Dixie is just literally like talking about being with a fuck boy like it's just like they can't they won't be able to relate to that at all how old is Dixie D'Amelio that's a good question that is a really good question let me have a little look a minute okay I'm gonna guess I'm gonna say how, how old do you think she is I'm gonna say 18 I thought she was like 16 
Maybe she just looks young. Because Charlie's 16, isn't she? That's the only reason why. Oh, is she the older one? I yeah, she's she younger. is. Okay. So Charlie, Charlie is 16 and Dixie is 19. Ooh, that's cool. oh, okay. So you're very close, Jen. Very yeah. close. But yeah. I just, I thought that like Bella's, even though it seemed very, it feels very much, you know, like when YouTubers try and make a, try and have a music career. Mm-hmm. Um. And they kind of go with really basic tropes. Like the music video was just her like being with this guy. Oh, wait, do you mean Dixie? He's got another girl. I'm talking about, yeah, talking about Dixie. Okay. Um, I did, I wasn't feeling it, like you said, very low budget. And also it didn't, it didn't have any sort of relation other than having her sister in it and like yeah. other special guests. There was no relation to like what's made her so successful on TikTok. Yeah. It felt very like too separate. Whereas at least Bella's kind of, she had that weird like eye thing. <laughs> that she does like that was featured quite heavily in the video yeah it was it was a lot <laughs> I don't know how she makes her face do that because how does her mouth like twitch like that and, like yeah I don't I don't get it either it's a talent it's a talent and one that she capitalizes on again in her music video and also like it has the right kind of beat that is kind of like dancey and I think younger children um would still enjoy even though it's like not a grown-up topic but it kind of has like um lullaby vibes like mm-hmm. it like not like the beat but maybe like the time like and even sort of like the lyrics as well it kind of gives that sort of like catchy lullaby song that is quite easy to sort of like do anything to like literally anything yeah. um but I also feel like it gave me like Taylor Swift you know the song where she has like all those like women in it and it's with oh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Bad Blood. Bad Is that blood. it? That one, yeah. Kind of yeah. reminded me of that a little bit. But Do you know what? It sounds exactly like, um, you know, Louis Tomlinson from One Direction? <laughs> he had yeah. a solo song called Back to You with BB Rexa, and it sounds identical to Build a Bitch. Really? So, yeah, like exactly the same. I'm surprised um, no one called, called her out for that because people are very people quick. Have. People oh, okay. have. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and I'm doing this now I take her down (laughs) for the name of Louis Tomlinson oh my gosh yeah Uh, I just thought it was really really cool I thought it was um interesting and just different like I just feel like she was leaning into her own and not trying to be this like pop star that she believes she is like when I watched Mm. Addison Rae's Obsessed it just felt like she was trying to be like this like Britney Spears pop star kind of girl and I just thought this song is absolutely awful the music but it gets in my head all the time does it <laughs> yeah I, I, I don't I don't know the actual song I've only ever seen a clip of the chorus um and that bit gets in my head all the time I think it's because did you guys see that video where someone drove past her in LA and she's in the car listening to her own song oh my god like, oh that's so cringe <laughs> that is so embarrassing that, like. that is so embarrassing <laughs> especially because the lyrics are like I'm obsessed with me too yeah that's true exactly. she has quite good promotion though in yeah. a way like I kind of have respect for her for doing that because all you have to do is drive around with in LA windows down people are gonna look in if you've got a nice car mm. you're playing your own song they're gonna see it's you I think that's kind of smart I'm not sure if she intended to do that but doesn't matter mm. doesn't matter really but yeah I mean Bella is a singer though isn't she yeah she is mm. allegedly but um oh, I didn't mean to say it like that, sorry. <laughs> I did not mean to say it like the that. Shade, shade, Jen, the shade. I did not mean to say it like that. But um I just think it's really, really interesting how sort of 
the singers or the people who are at least very interested in establishing a career um, in music are sort of set apart from the people who are just doing it for fun or who are Mm. like oh who've woken up and they're like I just want to be a singer I feel like you take your time a bit more to sort of creatively execute yourself well and I think she's done that and I think you know it's the same thing that Doja has been doing even before TikTok and Lil Nas did and I think with like Dixie and Addison they just don't have that yet Um, I don't know if it's because they're younger or I don't know what it is but I think they're relying too much on their like core fan base and thinking like, okay, well, I can have a successful music career because, you know, I've got so-and-so like million followers on TikTok, but long-term that's not going to work. No, it's a completely different craft. You can't expect like people who watch you for entertainment purposes to then want to sit down and listen to your music. Exactly. Because it's, you're giving them two different things. And I think that Addison and Charlie and Dixie need to just take a step back, think about what they really want from life. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe then they'll actually find something or find their passion project alongside TikTok. But I'm not sure if it's singing for them. (laughs) Yeah. I do also think at the same time, though, if I'd been like 16 and could even remotely sing and was already kind of famous and someone was like would you like some more money and to do another thing and I'd be like yeah of course I don't really care just let me do it yeah fair Mm. enough I mean that's kind of pretty much what happened with Rebecca Black to be honest like someone literally offered her no I think it was like someone in her school had like hired out like this company to do like a music video and so she did the same thing and then she didn't know it would go viral so I guess when you're sort of at that age, it's like, oh, okay, well, this is cool. This is fun. You don't really understand the gravity of it. Maybe. Yeah. Or how much, like how much work it takes either. Mm, like, I exactly. don't think these people ever thought they, they thought they'd just be putting out like a fun song and that people would like it because it's them mm. rather mm. than thinking, oh, wait, actually there's, it takes more to create a successful song that people like other than just being me. Yeah, exactly. So in other news, James Welsh, so he is who I always refer to as like the British Hiram. He's a skincare guru and does um, really fun makeup. Well, not really makeup, skincare content on YouTube and TikTok. And he has started calling out beauty brands who are breaching the advertising standards authorities regulations around how you're not supposed to use filters in commercial content without um, declaring them first or it might even be actually that you can't even use the filters in that content at all but basically the idea was that you're not allowed to use filters because you're selling this idea of like perfect skin that doesn't exist and a lot of people don't realize that so he started making a list of the brands who have been continuing against that and he is ready to call them out which is obviously a big move because he is one of the biggest voices in skincare in the UK. So for him to turn his back on these really, really mega brands, I feel like that's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah, it is. But I feel like it's good. I feel like he's aware that, okay, now he's at, you know, such a high sort of status, I guess, in Mm. his area that he knows that he has some sort of responsibility to do something like this. Because, yeah, he will call out these brands, but I do think eventually they'll probably like market it as in like, okay, let's collaborate with James Welsh on how we can do better or do this. Cause now this is how brands are starting to respond to things. Cause obviously like damage control. So 100% probably do a range. It's like, yeah, 
exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's turned into this whole marketing spiel so yeah. it'll probably work out well for him yeah I imagine it will also how nice of him to like be using his power and influence this way I feel like as well there's such a current trend for like natural beauty whatever yeah. natural is like I feel like the last few weeks when we've been talking about beauty like obviously there was uh the trend of influencers like Molly Mae getting her fillers taken out and then also who was it um Amber Rose when she was like I'm gonna oh when she was um declaring her like diet and fitness content before yeah she... just yeah. like things like that like there just seems to be just more like transparency on platforms being like we don't want to see filters we want to know what like the real implications are of this mm-hmm. product yeah. and just wanting to know what actually works and what doesn't people want the truth I feel like after you know four years of Trump and like not getting the truth <laughs> people now have changed changed their minds and they're like you know what actually I'm gonna give this whole truth thing a try I don't know how long it'll last but I love how that goes to every level, even skincare. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's so true. It does. I think it's so true because, like, for so long, that idea of getting, like, perfect skin and, like, like products that promise, like, close your pores or fill in your pores. And it's like, you can't close your pores. Like, they don't <laughs> contract. They are, like, that's part of your body. That's, like, trying to, like, close your eardrum. Like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> so I think it's good that like real skin is becoming uh, a prominent issue with skincare content because it just was so unrealistic for such a long time Mm. Mm. I agree I just love how lately we've just gotten like a sea of all these different types of like skin influences like I love it like Mm. I love this movement like I'm seeing so many different types of skin types different types of skincare like some are more simplistic some are more um you know, advanced. And I think that's really, really important because, you know, I feel like back in the day, it was just like, okay, you either have combination skin, oily, sensitive and normal, and that's it. Whereas like, I feel like for me personally, I have combination skin, but I also have dry skin and I have like little elements of sensitivity there as well. Like, there's loads of different layers to it all. And I think it's really important that now we're sort of getting more education on how complicated it is because it's, yeah. I just don't think it's, it can be reduced to just three or four categories. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. I mean, I have like certain areas on my face that are like, like this bit yeah, will be like dry. And then this bit is like oily. And then this bit is like a combination of both. And it's like, yeah you just you can't put me in a box exactly. and it changes so much as well yeah. from season to season you have different skin types and like certain products will just suddenly turn their back on you after working for like years suddenly yeah. it's just not for you mm. exactly and like now with youtube and tiktok especially we're being more educated on on it all and mm. i love it so. this is what we need this is what we need from skin brands we actually need something that works and we need honesty and transparency and we need yeah. them to tell us what's actually going on because unfortunately you know all of these marketing campaigns or it's like you can get flawless skin and like use this one product or whatever that's not actually helpful no yeah and it's not actually solving the you know the issues and the whys and the whatever that's why I think as well that Glossier has been so successful because their skincare content on Instagram is never actually like that perfect skin. It's just like regular, like, I mean, there's not normally any acne going on there, but it just looks like skin. It doesn't yeah. look like, phew, like Botox smooth skin. 
which you know it's fine itself but yeah it's just like achievable skin and I'm much more willing to buy a product if I actually think I can get those results if I am told that it's going to make my skin like this miracle skin I know it's going to be bullshit so I won't buy it (laughs) because it won't work but if it tells me it's not going to like do the world but it's just going to make it a little bit better I'm more likely to buy that yeah exactly I mean part of the reasons why I've become sort of like pro Glossier as well is because on their website for their exfoliating toner they literally had like gradual pictures of how much it Mm. reduced like acne scarring um and sort of like the um inflamed like what's it called is it rosacea rosacea yeah yeah. so like rosacea as well and it was just sort of like oh wow like to see that progress on the same person within like you know a matter of days I was like okay that's so realistic and then when I used it I noticed like a similar thing with myself yeah I didn't completely get rid of my my acne scarring but it was so realistic that I was like, oh, okay, this does actually work. You didn't sell me lies. It's one of the few brands as well where their exfoliating product or exfoliating toners are actually realistic in the instructions where they tell you only to use it like two, three times a week because so mm. many of those products, um, the Glossier, the Ordinary does this and it's so bad. They'll say on there to use it like every day if you want to. So it's like up to daily use. And like you should never, ever use actives on your skin every single day. And then they're doing it because then that damages your skin barrier and then you have to then buy more skincare and then you try and fix it and you layer on all these other things and then that ruins it even more and then you just keep going and going and going. Yeah. Whereas two to three times a week, you're golden. It's true. That's good advice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Are there any like sort of skin influences as well that you think are like kind of like top tier and that, you know, we should be supporting and kind of checking I mean, out their content? Hiram was like my one and only. Other than Hiram, Chloe. I really, really love um, Alicia Lati. She has like her own, like she's trained to be an esthetician. Is that how you say it? Oh yeah, esthetician. Yeah, but she's trained to be um, that anyway. And her advice is so technical, but not like confusing. Like it's really achievable. I love her content. And I love um, Yona Francis, Yona Francis. But her username is Sparkles and Skin. And she does really, really good, like easy to understand, but also covering all the more complex areas of skincare. I love both of them. Oh, and also Evie Samuel. She does really good skincare content. Cool. We'll definitely check them out. So on to our next piece of news. TikTok is reportedly testing a job recruiting service feature that is pretty much similar to LinkedIn and it will help connect, you know, its user base with companies seeking employees. Um, It could either exist as a separate page or will be within the app and it will feature mostly like entry level jobs. Um, I actually think this is really cool. Yeah, so yeah, same. <laughs> I think it's a really good idea because you've yeah. got so many like TikTok has become known for like just so many different vocations and people with so many different skills and talents basically sh- using the platform to show it off. Yeah, like, exactly. What better place then for recruiters to find people if they want certain and particular skills? It's yeah. Right there, they're showing. They've got it on video. Don't tell me in a CV. I want <laughs> exactly. See it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it helps with this idea that okay you don't necessarily have to be like this big tiktok star in order to succeed like you can use your like skills somewhere else like in another sort of job Mm. um yeah which i think is really important because i do think sometimes like the next generation kind of get caught up in this whole thing like 
we have to be like a social media star in order to be successful. And I mean, that's great, but you know, there are like amazing careers elsewhere as well. And I think it's really important to have that option. Yeah. yeah. For example, you can write about social media. Yeah. Like we do. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. There's nothing much to really say. I feel like it was sort of expected as well because I see TikTok just expanding and evolving to be as multifaceted as possible, but not in like an annoying way where it doesn't make sense in a way where it's like useful. So I'm not surprised that this is happening. I think it's, it's great. And it's just another sort of move to make sure people stay on the app for as long as possible. Also, it's quite smart on like TikTok's behalf to do this sort of, um, this sort of feature because it also ensures like that more people are going to come to the platform mm-hmm. like now in, in addition to having people use it for like entertainment purposes or like whatever you've now got people using it to find a job and it's just like how many people already use the platform like hundreds of millions and now you've got more people who are going to be like you know what because I'm you know if you're looking for a job everyone knows that finding jobs these days is so difficult mm-hmm. Why not? Why not try? Why not make videos show, showing off your skills and in the hopes of getting a career out of it? Like it's just gonna, it's just gonna make TikTok boom even more than it already is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So on to the final segment of our show, like subscribe block, where we take three influencers and much like the popular game, um, kiss, marry kill we oh wow we, okay <laughs> not even smug marry a boy we play different games um much like smug marry avoid we decide what we want to do with them do we want to like them yay subscribe to them or block so this week's three influencers are mo the comedian candice brathwaite and original flavor so the cooking duo slash brothers craig and sean okay so straight off the bat i'm subscribing to original flavor because i subscribe to them anyway i love them and they've recently got a new podcast out which i actually haven't listened to yet but i'm sure it's great because everything they do is great um so straight up subscribing to them um i'm probably i'm gonna like candice this is hard because I actually like all three people. Yeah. But you know what? This is this is what this show's about. We challenge ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Expand your horizons. <laughs> so I'm gonna I think I'm gonna like Candice just because in terms of whose content I would watch more likely to watch, I probably watch hers more. And I do I don't know, I just really respect her opinion and anything that she says, I'm like, you know what, that's really profound and interesting. Mm. And I appreciate the advice. So I'm going to like her and then unfortunately block Mo. <gasps> hmm. But it's not, again, it's not personal. It's How not can personal. you block the guy that gave us a day in the life of a geezer? Because I have no choice. It's the game, <laughs> Jen. <laughs> it's the game. So He gave us, Julie, pass us a couple of cans. Like, <laughs> I just can't. I'm not, I'm not denying. He's really, really funny. And I do recommend him to anyone. But in this game where I have to block someone and I stupidly <laughs> picked three people that are like, I've got to block him. Okay. And I'm sorry to anyone and to everyone, but that is the decision I'm now having to live with. Okay, Jen. <laughs> okay, this is hard for me because... 
I love all three of them and I'm actually like engaged with pretty much all of their content. But as you said, this is a challenge. So I'm going to like Candice mm. because I think she's great and she's doing so many amazing things, especially for black women in the influencer space. Um, I'm going to subscribe to Mo the Comedian because I actually love him. Yep. And I've been obsessed with him since I found him on Instagram. So I like I've been following his journey. So I have to subscribe to him and I'm going to have to block original flavor, even though I've actually got their cookbook so oh my goodness is it good obviously it's good yeah it's really good it's really really good but now you have to throw it away (laughs) (laughs) that is true that is part of the game that is no (laughs) i'm i'm not throwing that book away like it's got some really nice recipes like yeah so i'm sorry to craig and sean but just know that in real life i've got i've got your book she's got you like I actually spent I spent coins so Mm. I mean you have actually given them money and exactly their work so yeah we can't fault you for that okay Chloe see this is difficult for me because like you like I I engage with all their content I engage with like none of their content if people don't wear like nice (laughs) outfits I just and don't talk about beauty or skincare or films that's basically as far as my horizons go like it ends there but I've just had a look at all their Instagram pages and I've come up with some really well-informed opinions. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to subscribe to Original Flavor because normally Yay! I find food content quite boring, but they make nice dessert things. And I do like baking and they've had a brownie on there, which looked great. So <laughs> yes. for that brownie alone, <laughs> yes. to subscribe to them. Wow. Um, so I'm going to like... Candice because you know I know she does amazing things I hear about it in our influencer update <laughs> and <laughs> I know she does great things I've just never really engaged with her content before but you know she's doing great stuff keep going Candice <laughs> and then I'm going to block oh my gosh who's your person wow okay oh, wow sorry, sorry. <laughs> my, my, forget just because I've, I've never watched his like videos before and I couldn't really watch a video while scrolling through his feed on a, on a podcast so maybe like a week's time I will like retrospectively change my order and watch his things but for now I'm afraid he is blocked as I know nothing about him beyond his name being Mo the Comedian so I assume he's funny <laughs> but that's where it ends he should get bonus points in the fact that you like Munya and they've done a video together oh okay I mean, maybe, maybe I can switch him. Could that sway? Switching people could like that yeah. sway you? Well, like, it doesn't matter. Always... He can still be good. He's still yeah, good. We're he's not still disputing good. that. We're not disputing the fact that he's funny. We're not yeah. disputing the fact that he's iconic. But ultimately, it comes down to what we personally watch the most. It's nothing personal. It's nothing exactly. personal. If he does stuff with Monia, I assume he's funny, as I find him really funny. Yeah. So maybe next week we can revisit this. Yeah, I'll come back to that next <laughs> we'll week. We'll just do the exact same three next yes. week. Until yeah. until you both change your answer. <laughs> I'm just no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Keep doing it every week. But yeah, and unfortunately, I guess Mo the Comedian is blocked. I tried to save you, Mo. Sorry. And then... Candice, she won because she got the most continued, like, she got likes all round. Yeah. But then, Original Flavor, I think, also have one. Let's put that up there. We have two winners this week. Yay! 
<laughs> there are no losers in the game. <laughs> there are just the blocks. <laughs> it's true. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more news, thoughts and insights from the influencer space. But until then, don't forget to like, subscribe and follow us for more on Instagram at underscore easily influenced and at Cork Studio. See you soon.